Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hassan, back with a brand new episode here in The Truth. Back with my boy AJ Ponciano. AJ, how are you doing here today? <laughs> I don't even know why I asked. Yeah, it's been uh it's been rough to say the least. There's still hope for me, not much hope, but I'm just going to try to bring the gap a little bit closer per se. So that's the goal here. Um anyways guys, we are doing our weekly NFL pick'em here for week 14 in the NFL. Hope you guys are excited for it. Before we can go ahead and take a look at week 14, excuse me, we got to go ahead and take a look at week 13 and see how we both fared. AJ got eight right, I got six right, another rough week for yours truly. Um, but first of all, we both got the Cowboys right on Thursday night at home against the Seahawks. You got the Chargers right in an absolute offensive showcase at New England. I got the Patriots wrong. Both got the Steelers wrong at home against the Cardinals. You got the Colts right at Tennessee. I got them wrong. Both got the Texans right at home against the Broncos. I tried picking your Saints, got them wrong at home against the Lions. You got them right. I got the Falcons right at New York. You got the Jets wrong. You got the Dolphins right at the Commanders. I got the Commanders wrong. You got the Bucks right at home against the Panthers. I got the Panthers wrong. Both got the 49ers right at Philadelphia. I got the Rams right at home against the Browns. You got the Browns wrong. Both got the Chiefs wrong at Green Bay on Sunday Night Football against the Packers. And then I got the Bengals right on the road against the Jaguars. You got the Jags wrong. So... Yeah, plus 19 for AJ right now. Um, I don't know. Time's running out. I got I to gotta make some, mo- some noise here. Let's go ahead and take a look at week 14 and the first matchup in NFC South battle between the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Yeah, I said this in yesterday's show or the fantasy slash NFL preview. I'm going to go ahead and put the Bucks winning as well. It wouldn't surprise me if the Falcon, Falcons do win. I feel like every time I count the Falcons out, they find a way to win the game. But it's a big matchup for the Buccaneers. They really can't lose this game because then they're two games behind the Falcons, at least for first place in the NFC South Division, which uh, seems to be up for grabs at this point. So Bucks and Falcons is going to be an interesting one. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the, go with the Bucks winning this game here on the road. I think as time goes on, maybe the Falcons or the Buccaneers, I should say, should, you know, be able to come away with the division crown, but for now they have to win this game against the Falcons. I think they get it done. Expect the Falcons to put up a good fight though. I think this is going to be an offensive battle, which maybe is uh, contradicting to some other viewpoints or contradicting to this team as a whole, but it should be a fun one. I got the Bucks beating the Falcons. Colts at the Bengals. Well, no, 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 no. I meant to. I meant to have the Colts on there in the first place. I don't know why I had the Bengals. Not completely. I meant to. I... 
I got the Colts winning, and I've had the Colts winning, so I don't want to hear the fact that I didn't have the Colts winning. I did say Jake Browning was going to have a good game, though. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game between the two sides. I really do. And I think the Colts are going to come out on top, but I think Jake Browning's going to do good. I think this is going to be an offensive firepowered matchup between the two sides. Obviously, Gardner Minshew, um, no Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss. I was hoping he'd have a bigger week than he did last week, but expect him to have good production. Alec Pierce, I feel like he started to emerge as well for the Colts. And uh, this is going to be a good matchup, but I do think that the Colts are going to beat the Bengals here on the road. Jaguars at the Browns. Yeah, I got the Browns winning as well. Well, even if Trevor Lawrence does play as mentioned, it's going to be tough for him to really, you know, have success, especially with that high ankle sprain. Again, we do record these a couple of days before, you know, the games do end up going out. So, so we don't know the timetable exactly, but we do know that obviously he was banged up. He's been progressing through the week, and there's potential that he is able to start this week. But again, even if he's fully healthy, I'm not really liking it. I think, yeah, there's potential for him to be somewhat successful, but at the end of the day, like a high ankle sprain is very difficult to play through. So we'll see what happens. I like the Browns as a whole. Joe Flacco showed a lot of promise last week, and I don't think a lot of people were expecting Joe Flacco to do that, especially being out of the league for it feels like, what, a year or something like that? Um, so being it for him to come back in the swing of things was huge. I expect big production from him and that Browns offense as a whole. I think the Browns win this game here against the Jaguars. I think the Browns also need to win this game more than the Jaguars, which pushed a little bit more fire under their ass. Texans at the Jets. Well, I changed my prediction for a couple of reasons. One, because i got to pick up some leeway here in the standings. I'm plus 19. I think we only have three games that are different. But then I got thinking, you know what? I forgot Zach Wilson officially was named the starter, and he's got a fire under his ass, all right? Zach Wilson has been, like, the most hated Jets quarterback since Sam Darnold, which wasn't too long ago. I think of the Texans, yeah, they're 7-5. and five. They should win this game. But this is the game maybe the Texans will lose, right? Maybe this is the game that, you know, the, the Jets are going to be able to win. It's at home. Zach Wilson's got something to prove. Obviously, the Jets don't seem to be competing for anything this year, which is fine. It's part of it in the NFL, but... For the Jets to win this game at home with Zach Wilson's revenge game against the Texans, if there is a favorable 
opponent for that to happen. I do believe it is the Texans. The Jets are sitting with a 4-8 and eight record. They're on a five-game losing streak. They recently released Tim Boyle, the legend himself, the one-touchdown-for-13-interception collegiate quarterback. I think this is a new firepower for the Jets. I think they have a chance to... Hey, I'm also going to say this, too. This is the time of year that the Jaguars were 4-8 and eight last season, won the final five games of the regular season, and made the po- playoffs and beat the Chargers. So... Can we believe in miracles for the New York Jets? It probably won't happen, but who knows? Obviously, they got to win this game. And um, as you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers may be coming back if they come somewhat in the playoff mix. they got a tough schedule down the line, but you never know. So I'm going to go with the Jets winning this game at t- against the Texans after a last-second decision. Not proud of it, but I'm changing it to the Jets. Rams at the Ravens. Yeah, I got the Ravens winning as well. I had said in yesterday's show that the Ravens were actually my lock of the week. The Rams are 6 and 6. They look in prime playoff position as well, but the Ravens coming off a bye week, they're going to be refreshed. They're going to be feeling great, and I think it's going to be a good matchup for them at home. I think the Rams offense does struggle a little bit. They did. I wouldn't say they kind of got lucky. They were battling with the, with Flacco and the Rams that pick against the Rams or the pick for Flacco against Oh my gosh, the pick that Flacco threw when he was facing the Rams really changed the complexion of the game. But the Browns looked, in my opinion, in control of that one throughout. So I'm curious to see what happens in this one. But looking at it as a whole, I think there's a lot of opportunity for for growth in this one. I think you look at a team like the Rams, I just think the Ravens stack up a little bit better in this matchup. AFC, NFC battle, um, always it usually gives the benefit of the doubt to the home team. I like the Ravens. Lions at the Bears. Yeah, for the Lions-Rams, I mean, the Lions, this is an interesting one. The NFC North battles are always interesting. The Lions did win last week to after losing the week before that. The Lions are also 5-1 and one on the road, which I think is worth mentioning in this one um, against the Bears when they're playing on the road. Bears obviously coming off a big win here against the Vikings, um, you know, last week or last Monday night. They honestly didn't look that great. Justin Fields had two fumbles costly. I mean, he was just throwing checkdowns the whole game. Check down Kirk, potentially, uh, 2.0. But Justin Fields, again, is playing for something this season, right? He's playing for his contract life. He's playing for his life, really, in the league. So there's a lot of motivation for Justin Fields to have success. I'm not saying Justin Fields isn't going to have success this week, but I think the Lions are just going to overpower them. It is in Chicago, though, which is going to be a difficult environment for the Lions to play in. But I think the Lions are, are, are good enough to do that. The Lions also are, are looking 
looking not only for to win the division, but to get the number one seed in the NFC as well. And winning this game would be crucial for them. They got two games coming up against the Vikings, which is going to be huge for both teams. One, the Vikings are probably going to be playing for their playoff lives. And being able to steal a win here, which the Vikings weren't able to do last week against the Bears, is really going to help this Lions team out. So I think the Lions are the far better team. Everybody knows that. I feel like the Bears should like purposely lose as well, just for better positioning. Because you obviously know the Bears, unless they do what the Jacksonville Jaguars did last season, after a 4-8 and eight record and win the final five games. You know, I don't expect them to do that. Well, why don't you try to go ahead and just build for your future? And I, I understand, obviously, Tom Brady was a sixth-round selection. You don't need the number one pick, but it gives you so much leeway, especially in this year's draft class. I know the number one pick belongs to the Panthers, so they don't have too much control over that. But they could potentially get the... They could potentially get the number one pick, trade it, or draft Caleb Williams or Bo Nix. You know, I, I guess if you want to go the the dumb route and go with Bo Nix, the thirty five year old quarterback. Um, you know, you look at the Bears as a whole; they could potentially have two top three picks, kind of like what the Texans did last season. But they traded up for that, so I just feel like there's more incentives for the Bears to lose than there is to win. Obviously, Bears fans probably just would rather lose at this point and get you know the the full rebuild going once again, but. It's going to be a good one. NFC North battles are always interesting. I like the Lions, though, winning this game. Long story short. Okay, uh, Panthers at the Saints. So I was going to go with the Saints, but then I realized that the Saints screwed me last week and they made me mad. So I changed my pick once again last minute. Looking for a break here. I'm going to go with the Panthers winning this game. Look, I mean, the Saints are in turmoil. Michael Thomas tweeting out about Derek Carr, Dennis Allen, Dallas Allen. I don't remember. What's the coach's name? Dennis Allen? Yeah, he sucks. He's terrible. I mean, there's just the Saints team is in turmoil. They're 5-7. and seven. I think, hot take, I think the Saints lose this game and they fired Dennis Allen next week. If that happens, that'd be insane. <laughs> that'd be insane if I'm pre- predicting that right there. <laughs> so that's going to be my hot take for the week. So last second change there. No, in all seriousness, no. I feel like this Panthers team is the best 1-11 team of all time. I feel like I say this every week, but I feel like they just have so much potential. Um, and for a team, like you look at teams like the Patriots, who are better than them, the Giants. I mean, the Jets, for the love of God, and the Panthers are 1-11. I understand they're 1-11 for a reason. So it probably makes sense that they're 1-11, but... I don't know. I feel like a division matchup, I think this is just the, the, the icing on the cake for the Saints to, to fire Dennis Allen. So that'd be insane if that actually happens. But I do think the Panthers come out with a victory. I say this every week as well. The Saints are my second favorite team. So I would love to see them win. But I think the Panthers come out with an upset this week. Vikings at the Raiders.
Yeah, I mean, the Vikings need to win this game badly. I mean, they have two games coming up against the, the Raiders and the Bengals. Both are on their backup quarterbacks. Shit, the Vikings are on their backup quarterback as well. Dobbs is getting the start this week. He's going to want to prove himself after last week's dismal performance against the Bears. I think Dobbs has a good game. I think the Vikings have a good game. You know, the Vikings aren't going to win more than one possession because I feel like they haven't done that since, like, week two or whenever it was. So expect a close game between the two sides. I don't know. The Raiders, to me, I mean, they're going to go a different route with their coach at the end of the season. They're probably going to go a different route. Well, I guess depending on how O'Connell does with uh, with quarterback. So I just think there's more scrutiny. <laughs> there's more scrutiny with the Raiders than there are the Vikings, and this is just a must-win for the Vikings. And the Vikings want to have some success after a disastrous loss last week. So I'm going to go with my Vikings, hopefully winning this week at Las Vegas. Seahawks at 49ers. Yeah, I got the 49ers winning as well. I think it's also the fact that 49ers are great, but also the, the last time these two teams faced off, it was a disaster for the Seahawks. Again, tough stretch for the Seahawks there. 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks. Or, or 49ers, Cowboys, 49ers, excuse me, for the Seahawks. You know, look at this team as a whole. I don't expect much production from them. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens down the line, but... I mean, this 49ers team is very good. As mentioned earlier in the week, I don't think they'll lose another game. They're just so good. I think they easily win this one here at home against the 49ers. The Seahawks, my gosh. Uh, game of the week, potentially, or one of the game of the weeks, the Bills and the Chiefs. Hey. Yeah, I would love that because I'm starting playoffs in my $100 league this week, so that'd be great. And I have Patrick Mahomes and Austin Eckler on that team, so hopefully both of them start figuring their shit out. Um, no, I'm going to go with the Bills winning this game here. Look, I think this is going to be an upset for the Bills. Obviously, I think they still have a little bit of vengeance on their mind from 
that overtime loss a couple of years ago. But this is do or break for the or make or break for the Bills, and I think the Bills are going to make things a little bit more fun in the AFC playoff picture. I think they're going to win here this week, maybe win against the Cowboys, but I mean they have a very tough schedule coming up here. I think they win one of the two against the Cowboys or the Chiefs, maybe both. But I think you know there's a lot of things stacking against the Bills, and I feel like that's one of the things that led um, the Bills to having success in the past. Obviously, the matchup against the Eagles another tough break for them, but Josh Allen I feel like plays better. When uh, he's got a little chip on his shoulder there. And uh, so for this matchup in particular, going to Kansas City between Allen and Mahomes, I think the Bills do win. But obviously would not surprise me to say the least that the Chiefs do. I think this is going to be an upset here. And the Chiefs really got to look at themselves in the mirror and figure out if they're going to be Super Bowl contenders this year after back-to-back losses potentially to the Packers and then the Bills. Okay, Broncos at the Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers winning. They needed a break like they got last week, winning against the Patriots by a score of a riveting 6-0. to zero. Um, I think the Chargers do win this one here at home. The Broncos, as you mentioned, were on that like five-game win streak, whatever. Now the Broncos sit at a weird position here. Well, not necessarily a weird position, but they sit with a 6-6 six and six record on that quick little one-game losing streak. Chargers are right behind them as far as the division is concerned. Is the division crown out of question? Potentially. If you look statistically-wise, not necessarily because if I have the Chiefs losing and the Chargers winning then both teams would just be two games behind the Chiefs, which obviously is still a hard feat to climb, but it's better than being three games behind them, obviously. So I'm going to go ahead and go in this one with the Chargers winning. It's going to determine a lot for playoff positioning. Obviously, if the Chargers lose this game, there's no way they make the playoffs. If the Broncos win this game, I think there's actually a great chance they make the playoffs. And I'd love to see, well, I'd love to see the Chargers because I, I said they were going to be my Super Bowl prediction or my Super Bowl winner. So I'd love to see the Chargers you know, win this game, but it'd also be cool to see the Broncos win and uh, Broncos country. Let's ride a little deeper into the sunset and come over with victory here. But I think the Chargers do win this one in this AFC battle. I think they have the benefit of the doubt because they are playing at home too, which again is an underrated piece of a division matchup, but just a game playing in, in general in the NFL. All right, Sunday night, Eagles-Cowboys, game of the week.
Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. I I mean, for me, it's kind of a toss-up just because it's such a good matchup. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Dallas Cowboys. I think they do win this game. They've been playing great football as of late, and that's one of the things that does excite me about the Cowboys, right? Like, I expect them to have success week in and week out. And they've finally started to do that, especially as of late. So seeing them have the type of success that they've been having, I think that does continue here. Obviously, this game has far-reaching implications more than just you know the NFC East. It has far-reaching implications for teams like the 49ers for potential number one seeds. Or, you know, teams like the Cowboys itself for their quest for a one seed, and as well as a division crown. So there's a lot of things up for grabs here in this one. I think they do come out with a victory, and uh, they are able to have a good amount of success in this one against the Eagles. But who knows, because it is the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, they obviously show that they can beat them time and time again. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys winning this game here as well. Okay, and then we got two Monday night matchups, kicking things off with the Packers and the Giants. Changing my answer once again. I'm going to go with the Giants at home here against the Packers. And the reason why I'm changing is the point that you made. They got the GOAT, Tommy DeVito. I mean, Tommy DeVito, is he the future for the New York Giants? I probably wouldn't go that far. But, I mean, he's one of those guys that's had a good amount of success. Like, he lives with his parents. You know, he gets well-fed before the games, gets a good night's sleep, probably gets tucked in by his parents. I still wish I could get that. Yeah, I still wish I could have that happen for me. So, you know, Tommy DeVito, look, the Packers won against the Chiefs. I feel like the Packers are going to beat the teams they're supposed to beat and lose the teams that they shouldn't. And the Giants, maybe this sparks some debate in the Giants organization for who the quarterback should be for the Giants moving forward. You know, maybe it's going to have to be Tommy DeVito. Maybe they go away from the Danny 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 Dimes train and they go with Tommy DeVito. But at the end of the day, look, I think the, the Packers are going to lose this game. I think the Giants winning this game at home would just epitomize the Giants' success. I mean, the Giants squeak away wins 10-7, to obviously. They're 4-8. and They haven't had much success. That big win there against the Patriots with a riveting 10-7 to score where defense was, was key, I think it's going to carry the momentum there, and I think they win this game here. And finally, the final Monday night matchup, the final game of Week 14, the Titans at the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I got the Dolphins winning at home as well. You know, I think the Dolphins are the better team than the Titans. That's obvious. But, I mean, looking at the Dolphins as a whole, like from top to bottom, you got to be pleased. Yeah, their two inconsistencies at times does concern them. Their defense at times, losing Jalen Phillips definitely hurt. Jalen Ramsey's been playing great, though. The Titans have just been a little bit too inconsistent. I mean, they're starting to show some optimism. Um, you know, Will Levis, just the Hall of Famer that he is. Derrick Henry started getting going last week, too, before he... I guess entered the concussion protocol, but then Vrabel said Monday he's not in the concussion protocol. So, uh, you know, obviously some production there is obviously huge, getting Derrick Henry going. And uh, just in general, the Titans look to be on the right direction for it, but I think the Dolphins find a way to get it done. Not like necessarily get it done like they weren't supposed to get it done, but find a way to win this game here and continue to push for that number one seed in the AFC, which it's kind of hard to believe. And also, I think with the, your point with the Tyreek Hill, I believe either you or I said that we made a hot take that he would have 2,000 receiving yards this season when we did the Dolphins team preview. Which is kind of crazy because I kind of forgot about that. And I don't, is he the, would he be the first player to get 2,000 yards or is it like just hasn't happened in forever? Because I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be insane. And for the truth to call that correct, correctly would be even more insane. But um, yeah, so. Yeah, I know, right? Like, the truth predicts Tyreek Hill get 2,000. You know, it'd be sad if he's, like, at 1999 or something like that. But it's it's on there. You know, if you guys want to go check out the Dolphins preview, it was, like, the first preview we did or one of the first previews we did. So kind of insane to think about there. But now I'm obviously rooting for him to get to 2,000. But you watch this Dolphins offense just operate. You're like, how can he not get to 2,000? Every time I turn on the Dolphins game, he's getting a 70-yard touchdown pass. So, you know, obviously a lot of optimism there for Tyreek. Oh, he's got he's got it. I think he's got that in the bag. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm jinxing. I gotta knock on some wood here real quick, but that'd be great to see. It'd be great for the game of football, especially for a guy like Tyreek Hill. It'd be great for the truth. It'd be great for the truth and great for the game of football. It's a win-win. Well, anyways, guys, thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Truth. I hope you guys did enjoy it. If you guys did, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter at The Truth as we want to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information of value. Make sure you guys also follow The Truth on Instagram and TikTok at the.tt.truth. We do an Instagram Live every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then post the highlights and clips from those Instagram Lives on our Instagram and TikTok pages. Are you looking to find a drink that offers peak hydration, raises your energy levels, speeds up your recovery, and keeps your mind sharp through focus and memory? Look no further than with Acid Rainwater. I'm excited to partner with Bloodline Sports AZ and Acid Rainwater, which focuses on peak hydration and productivity while also maintaining an ecosystem-friendly product. Use code HESSEN15 for 15% off every purchase. As always, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, joined once again by AJ Ponciano. Take care and good night.